Welcome to Unleash the Awesome with Dave Gambrill. All of us have unique skills, talents, and abilities that aren't being used to their full potential. Our mission is to share the people, tools, apps, and other resources that will help you unleash your awesome on the world. Yo, what's up? It's Dave. Welcome to another episode of Unleash the Awesome. Today, let's talk about the wow versus the how. Yeah, the wow versus the how. And fundamentally, any new idea, new concept will come down to the yin and the yang, the push and the pull of the wow versus the how. And ultimately, how you show up, your personality style, your gifts, your strengths, Whatever it is you bring to the world, you also probably lean one way or the other. So your awareness around this will actually help you execute. All right, so the wow versus the how. Really what this comes down to is if you come up with a new idea, and lots of entrepreneurs tend to be wired a little more on the wow side, right? So if you're a wow person, you tend to come into a situation and you go, wow, this is a really cool idea. Wow, this is really neat. Wow, we should do this. Wow. This idea is awesome. Wow, you know, wow, wow, wow. We should do this thing. And there's very little thought given to the how by people that tend to be primarily wired this way. So, you know, you come with this idea or maybe you have an issue or a problem and you can't solve it through the traditional tools or things that are already out there. And you go, wow, I have an idea. Let's create this thing. If this solves our problem, maybe it'll solve other people's problems. And so then you go about doing your stuff, but the problem becomes for the the wow person is if they don't put some systems or processes in place or surround themselves with some how people, then they'll never get it done. They'll get addicted to shiny object syndrome and the next wow thing comes along and they're like, wow, look at this. Wow, look at that. Wow, wow, wow. And it's always wow, but they never execute. So I just hinted at a strategy. This is what I use because I know I'm probably... 80% wow and 20% how, what I had to figure out was that one, I was like that. And two, I had to put processes and systems and sometimes automations in place to help me with this. So I'd say, wow, here's a cool idea. And then I would start talking myself through it. Or if I had other people I could talk to that I knew were relevant in helping me solve the problem, right? Not just talking to anybody. I did an episode called don't let or stop letting uh, blind people proofread your vision. You might want to listen to that one because you can't ask everybody, but I would sit down and go, okay, wow, here's this cool thing. How am I going to do this? Or what are the major steps? What's kind of like the skeleton framework I need to put in place here to execute on this thing. And most of the stuff that I do in my business, I'm mostly a, a one man band. I, I have some things that I outsource periodically on a contract basis or maybe on a, a site like Fiverr or Upwork or something like that, but I don't have a virtual assistant because what I figured out was, and, and I tried that by the way, what I figured out was I could use a lot of processes and systems and automations to make this happen. So I had to figure out for me when I have an idea, one, how do I capture it? Okay, wow, I have this idea. How do I capture it? I like Trello and I think I did an episode on it. Uh, if I did, I'll put that in the show notes for you as well about how I use Trello and the power of this idea called Kanban, which is something they use in software development, but you can use it for anything. And so how do I, you know, how do I capture the idea? And then how do I build out the framework? And the Kanban methodology is basically 
to do, doing, done. You can add some other things in there like waiting for feedback or waiting on other people or a parking lot, but basically you have three columns, to do, doing, and done. And then what I did was I added a column on the left called wow or ideas. This is how I manage my podcast, actually. I come up with ideas and I have this huge column on the left-hand side that's just podcast ideas. And then I have to do, doing, done. So I had to figure out, okay, what needs to be done with each episode, let's say, of the podcast. I need to do this, 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 whatever. So in Trello, and, and there are other apps you can use for this, ClickUp, Monday, a whole bunch of other stuff. But I, I like and use Trello. I like the layout of it. It's a good project management tool. I'll put in there, okay, here's what needs to get done. Like, here's the to-do. For a podcast episode, I need to record it. I need to edit it. I edit it in GarageBand where I just put the intro and the outro on there. I need to screenshot the cover art that will be created when I create this in Simplecast. I need to go into Simplecast and upload the audio now that it's been edited with the intro and the outro, which I got from some dude on Fiverr, by the way. And I got my music from Pond5. I'll have that link in the show notes for you. And so I put the edited, you know, upload the edited audio and then get the thing in Simplecast and then I do the show notes. Sometimes I outsource that, but oftentimes I'll just do it myself because I listen back to the episode just to make sure everything's good to go. And while I'm doing that, I just quickly create the show notes and then I publish it on Simplecast and then I share it on a whole bunch of platforms. And then I use a tool, a nice automation tool called Repurpose, which will automatically take my podcast episode and create a full length audiogram and then post that directly on YouTube. I also have it hooked up to something called Searchy, which would allow you to search all my podcast episodes and go to specific parts of it just based on those search terms, which is pretty cool. So uh, all these things, right? Trello, I have the to-do doing done. I have a system. I have a process. I have these automations that I just mentioned, repurpose and Searchy and some other things. And so once I figured out how to do that, right, that, that locked on the how side for me. And so then I put these episodes out much more consistently because I go, wow, I have an idea and I have a whole catalog now of ideas. And then instead of me worrying about how do I do that, I just look at my Trello thing and go, oh, okay, here's what I have to do. I have to record an episode, blah, 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 blah. And I go through all these things and I execute and I put it out there. That's just a real basic, simple example of how somebody who's more focused on the wow can put a process and a system in place to execute. And oftentimes if you're using a new tool or maybe you want to launch a course online and you all know that I love Kajabi, you can still get a 30-day trial via my link in the show notes. Highly recommend you go get it sooner rather than later. Um, In Kajabi, they have automations and all kinds of other things where if somebody clicks on something or takes an action inside a course, you can have other things automatically fired off to do that. But for a lot of people, they don't know how to do that. And I said, well, go through the help documentation or go through the onboarding process. That becomes another challenge for the wow crowd. Right? Like, wow, I want to do this thing. And they don't slow down long enough to speed up. You really got to learn how to slow down to speed up if you're primarily a wow person. So go through the onboarding documentation. When they give you a tour that pops up of a new piece of software, don't dismiss it. Don't exit out. Go through it. Go through the process. When you get instructions for something, like an IKEA cabinet or something you have to build, don't just try to build it. Stop and look at the instructions, okay? That's my best advice for you. Put a process in place. Put an execution framework in place, whatever you want to call it. Okay, so that's the wow side. On the how side, the struggle becomes people will who are primarily wired this way will 
think about how are we going to do this? And that leads to analysis paralysis. So they might even have an idea that they come up with and like, okay, cool. Wow. Like, but the wow is a little softer. Wow. Here's a cool idea. And then they go, but that's a big, but, but how do we do this? And then they get stuck in analysis paralysis. Well, we could use this. We could use this. We could do this. We could do that. Blah, 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 blah. There's a couple of things I can recommend here if you get stuck on the how side. The first piece is don't worry so much about the how and find yourself a who, right? Who versus how. Sounds like a Dr. Seuss thing. But like I mentioned before, Fiverr, Upwork, there's some other websites and places where you can ask people to do things for you if you're not sure how to do it, if you're not sure how to edit your podcast episodes. There are people that offer those things on Fiverr. If you're not sure how to do an intro or an outro with music and whatever, there are people that do that on Fiverr. So instead of worrying about the how piece, you could just go look for a who. And a lot of times for 5, 10, 20, 50 bucks, you can solve that problem. Now I get it. Sometimes there's bigger problems, more involved problems. And so what I would recommend you do there is I find that a lot of people who are stuck in the how want to measure every possibility. They want to look at all of the data. Again, they get stuck in analysis paralysis. And what I recommend for those people is I'll say to them, listen, the best thing you could do is to just get started, which I know is hard, but get started because when you get started, then you can measure your own data. You can look at your own stuff. You can look at your own framework of how you're going to do this. So maybe they're not sure how to get started. And I'll say, listen, just go get whatever the software is, or maybe you're going to use Kajabi or do whatever, build a funnel or something. And I'll say, just go do it. And in a lot of cases, I'll recommend you go build what I call a lemonade stand. Just go build something that doesn't matter. Go just come up with an idea that you're not going to do anything with, or maybe you have a hobby or something that's like a lower risk thing. Go with that new tool and build that on there, right? When people are like, well, that sounds like a a huge waste of time. Why would I create something that I'm never going to use? It's because you have to learn the platform. And instead of you getting all wrapped around the axle around, well, I don't know how to do this. And I don't have the right size graphic. And I don't have this. And I don't have that. Just go through the process of creating something, something silly, something small. And then you go, oh, okay, now I know basically how to do this. And then you can figure out whether you want to hire somebody, find the who, to do this thing for you, but then at least you can articulate in a way that makes sense what you're looking for. Instead of just saying, oh, I need a website. You're like, no, actually, I need you to build this thing on this platform, and it needs to have an opt-in, and I'm going to have some course modules, and I'll record the course modules and the videos, whatever, and I'll give them to you, and you can upload them to the platform, whatever. But you'll learn those things in the process of doing. So the clarity will come through movement, through motion, through action. So if you're not sure how to do it, just, again, build your lemonade stand. Build a hobby thing. Maybe you're involved with a nonprofit or your church or religious organization or something, and they have a really bad website or whatever. Build something for them and then say, hey, I built this thing. How Do you like it? You know, they're going to love it because it's going to be better than whatever they had. And then you learn the skills. You learn how, right? We're talking about the how piece. You learn how to do these things. And then you can look at and measure some of your own stuff, right? So you get it going and then you go, okay, now I know how to do it. And then you can build your own thing for your own business, but start small, right? Start small. Don't be trying to build this huge, big thing. If you've never built something online, if you've never built a course online or whatever, don't build 
of course they're going to sell for $2,000 as your first thing. Create something small. Create a starter course or a couple mini modules. Sell it for seven bucks, 27 bucks, 47 bucks, whatever. In the doing that, right, the price point is so low enough that people aren't going to freak out if your thing is not perfect because it's not going to be. And, but they want the information, right? They want your expertise. You put it out there. Now you learn how to do it. Now you can measure your own stuff. Now you can survey some people in your audience and say, hey, what do you like? What don't you like? What would you like to see more of? What would you like to see less of? What other problems do you still have based on what you know now and what I taught you? Like, is there anything else pop up for you that we need to answer? Any concerns, any problems? And then you can go through and take care of that. And sometimes for both of these sides of these things, you just need to find somebody. Like if this is a really big deal for you, I think about my friend Russell Brunson over at ClickFunnels, right? He had this great idea to build something that would help them solve the problem of getting their products and services online because it was costing them tens of thousands of dollars to hire developers and all this other jazz just to sell nutritional products and supplements and stuff that he had. And so he had this idea and he had the wow piece. Wow, we should do this thing that makes it so much easier. And through a series of really interesting events, he found Todd Dickerson, who is the co-founder of ClickFunnels, who is the how piece, right? So Russell is the wow. Hey, look at this thing. We should do this thing. I have all these great ideas. And not to say that Todd doesn't have ideas, but Russell is more of the idea guy, the, the, how guy, the wow guy. And then Todd's like, okay, let's figure out how we're going to do this. And then he does it. So sometimes it's just a matter of getting those, those people around you. And a lot of times, like in my case, and I just got a message from someone I need to get back to them uh, this weekend, they are kind of more of a how person. And they sent me a message and said, hey, can I book a call with you? Because I need to talk about some big ideas and, and maybe coming up with even bigger ideas. And they know that I'm more wired, wired around the, the wow side. And I'll say stuff like, well, did you think about this? Or did you try this? Or wow, what about this thing? They're like, no, I didn't think that because they're too concerned about the how, right? So on both sides of this equation, they can be constraining, right? The, the wow side is you just have all these ideas and you have shiny object syndrome and you might never execute on it. And then on the how side, it's like, well, you always concern yourself with like how to do it. And so maybe you tend to think a little bit smaller because you don't know how it's going to work, like this big idea. So you tend to temper your big ideas instead of, maybe finding somebody that can help you manage that. And that's what I do for a lot of my coaching clients, right? Because I get people on both sides of the equation and I will identify pretty early on in our relationship where they are. And so then I'll just coach them through, ask them some questions about some things and say, well, the, to the wow person, you know, I'll say, well, what are you doing? What process do you have in place to execute on this? And they're like, what? I'm like, what systems, what automations, what tools Right? And then we can spend some time putting those things in place, and then they can actually execute on it. So sometimes it just takes getting a coach or a third person that, again, don't ask blind people to proofread your vision. Find people that are schooled in this stuff, that are good at this stuff, that have a process for marching you through this, and then they'll help you. So you won't be stuck in the how all the time. You won't be stuck in the while all the time. You'll actually find a great combination, a great balance, which it's not a 50-50, by the way. Sometimes you're going to be 80% wow and 20% how, and then sometimes you got to flex the other way and really focus on execution, which is what I struggle with. I need to sit down and go, okay, enough of the wow. Let's kind of put all those ideas over to the side. Yeah, I captured them somewhere, but like now I need to execute. And so I'll spend 80, 90% of my time not thinking about new ideas, just executing on the ones that I have that are going to make the biggest impact or 
move the lever or whatever it is, help people unleash their awesome, whatever that looks like. So my encouragement to you would be think about one, how you think you're wired. It's not hard to figure out if you just take a step back and think about it. Are you wow or how? And then two, what do you need to do based on some of the recommendations that I just gave you to be able to execute on some of these ideas you have or make these things happen? Because if you can't execute on your ideas, like it doesn't matter, right? You've heard this thing that like, oh, knowledge is power. No, false. If knowledge alone was power, librarians would rule the world. Knowledge is not power. Application of that knowledge is where the power is. Execution of that knowledge is where the power is. Taking those big ideas and executing on them, that's where the power is. That's where the money is. That's where the revenue is. And so when you figure out how to leverage both sides of your wow and your how, that will definitely help you unleash your awesome on the world. See ya. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Awesome. Please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen to your podcasts. And please share us on your favorite social media platforms using hashtag Unleash Awesome. 